This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much with my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Always great to hear from you and also hear from us on the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. So when LeBron James and Steph Curry stop being the faces of the NBA, who's next in line to take their place? Harry's got his thoughts. I got my thoughts. You can weigh in on the Freddie and Harry call in line at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. When LeBron James and Steph Curry finally go to that proverbial cliff of not being the dudes in the face of the NBA, who's going to take their place? 888-729-3776. Speaking of the phone number, he's always one of our favorites. He is the Mighty Wolf of Virginia. Three, two, one. Man, you guys are good. You know, there's, a, there's that Monday, that reggae Monday. Mm-hmm. We got the Delta Blues Tuesday, <laughs> if you don't mind, if I can interject. We got that Boogie Woogie Wednesday. We got the and Me Thursday, and we can have a truth and lie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to help with that content-filling part of it. But your gentlemen there do a fine job Thank you, without me. I want to just say that you caught me off guard a little bit because I wasn't ready to switch to the NBA. I do have a comment about oh, okay. my chat. All right. Go ahead. If you don't mind. Thank you, gentlemen. The, uh, and again, thank you for that how respectful welcome. <laughs> uh, we, have to, we have to win it, man. I, I'm at the end of my career. Aaron is also at the end of his. He's not in this game to play playoff games. He's in to get it all. He has to be. He has three years left if his health stands up, I hope. That offensive line has to be straightened out and, and reinforced. And if you don't mind, please bring Russell Wilson over to help him out and split some of the time. Because I believe he has, I believe he has that all-star personality that New Yorkers would love. Wolf of Virginia, <laughs> you and I are in the same mindset. Because if you're the New York Jets, you cannot go into a season with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback and you don't have a competent backup. And it seems that the league is sending a message to Russell Wilson that they don't think of him, Harry, as a starting quarterback in terms of how he believes he can be a starting quarterback for a playoff team. Now, we'll see what Pittsburgh does, maybe your Atlanta Falcons, somebody else out there. But if that window is available for Russell Wilson to be a backup quarterback for the New York Jets, I'm with Wolf on that one. He should jump through that window, eyes closed, eyes wide open, but make that jump if you can if you're Russell Wilson. Freddie, I said the other day on Get Up, it also can come down to how much Russell Wilson – really loves the game, right? Mm-hmm. Because if he feels like he isn't going to be a starter in 2024, does he just sit out this year? Because he's going to get that $39 million regardless. That's true. Right? right. And and, and true. try to bank on becoming a quarterback for a football team in 2025. That's the question. That's what we don't know. Only Russell Wilson knows that mm-hmm. um, and, and can pick his own brain in those regards. Mm-hmm. I don't like Russell with the Jets, because I just think it adds more craziness to their team, so much so that we've already seen with in, the New York Jets a in, season ago. In what way with Russell Wilson? Well, I want to hear this. Just the, the whole dynamic. Number one, him and Nathaniel Hackett being in Denver together, and it it, it, it was a complete, what we call it, I say poop show. <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing what I really want to say, right? I, it it was a complete poop show in Denver <laughs> on top of, you know, Aaron Rodgers, we know how he likes to be the main attraction. Yeah. Well, if Russell Wilson is there with him, Russell Wilson is going to take away some of that attention away from him. 
We don't know if Aaron Rodgers can live with that. Well, put it this way. If it happens, he better because he's going to be the starting quarterback. Russell Wilson is not going to be gunning for his job. And if he but, is. But, but if, he don't, if, he, if he doesn't want it to happen, it's not going to happen. Oh, I, I completely agree with you on that one. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be. Not, Aaron Rodgers will say whatever he wants because we know he has power in church of that organization. Joe Dawson say whatever he likes as the GM of the, general, of the New York Jets, how much he likes his football team. There's a lot of talent coming back to this team. We have to add more to it. We know exactly what we have to do moving forward. The pressure is always intrinsic in this job whenever you walk in every day. Um, but I can tell you that we're not stressed. We're, we're, um, we're prepared. We're prepared to uh, – to answer the bell here with the decisions that have to be made moving forward. And so um, and that, that a lot of that has to do with the meetings that we had after the last time I talked to you guys. And feel I feel really good about all of us, the personnel staff and coaching staff, analytics, everybody being on the same page. And a lot of that will have to be made in terms of those decisions based on one guy. To quote the great song from the old days, whatever Aaron wants, Aaron gets. Mm-hmm. They know that. Aaron Rodgers knows that. He knows that they know. So if he wants Russell Wilson to say, yeah, go get that guy's back a quarterback, you can be damn sure because they don't have to pay any of that salary of $39 million to the Denver Broncos. They could literally get him for pennies, not on the dollar, pennies on the well, quarter it, it, when it comes it, to Russell it, Wilson. It'll be the minimum. Right. Right? And, and like $38 million the Denver Broncos will have to play. Exactly. Pay they, for. they can literally get him not pennies on the dollar, but pennies on the quarter. That's how much it's not going to cost them to bring in Russell Wilson. And if he gets there and Aaron Rodgers thinks that's fantastic, now you got a quality backup quarterback as a just-in-case. You cannot assume if you're the Jets that Aaron Rodgers is going to play a full 17-game season. Coming up from a, a ruptured Achilles, I don't know. I don't care what kind of patchouli that he may be on to make sure everything is going to work out fine. you got to protect him more than ever before, not just with a running game, but with an offensive line that's got a bunch of you-know-what's up front. The Jets had too many nice guys in that football team last year that didn't play defense. They need more of a defensive mentality when it comes to their offensive line to say, hey, Aaron, not today. Don't worry about it. Drop back, throw the football. We got your back. They didn't have that. And until they find that, you better bring in a quality backup because that guy in Aaron Rodgers is not going to play a full 17-game season under those, under those parameters. I think they should go get Ryan Tannehill as a backup. I'll take anybody that can at least show that he can throw the football in the NFL <laughs> and has done it successfully for more than one game or more than one quarter. I'll take anybody. I don't. Ryan Tannehill, you, Ryan Matlack, one of our producers, Christine Lisi, our sports center anchor goddess, anybody. But at least they will not have Zach Wilson as their personal pinata anymore if things don't work out offensively for the New York Jets. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And Aaron Rodgers used to be uh, one of the faces of the National Football League. We now have guys like Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. At a certain point, if he keeps doing it, it could be Purdy, Brock Purdy of San Francisco, being one of those faces of the National Football League. Yeah, I said it so. When it comes to the NBA, the two faces are still there. LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers, and you got to put Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors in that category. But LeBron James on the side room, side locker room, excuse me, he has a guy that could be in everybody's future that right now is part of the present and that could be the face of the league with a certain guy playing in San Antonio. He doesn't have a ceiling. He doesn't have a ceiling. So he can do whatever he wants to do with his career. He seems like he enjoys the game. He seems like he puts the word just from the outside looking in. Obviously, I'm not with him on a day-to-day basis, but I said it a long time ago how special 
you know, he was. It's, it's literally that simple. He's one of them to have a, like a stellar rookie season. Guys have come in and, you know, but it's, can you sustain it? See how tall he is and his length. The guy next to me possesses a lot of length and he's like <laughs> even more than 80. So that's what makes it a little bit different. LeBron talked about Victor Women Yama, the San Antonio Spurs, and the rookie of the year race should be a runaway, but Chet Holmgren of the Oklahoma City Thunder is making a great, great case that he's going to get some votes when it comes to that. But the big question, and we talked about this between me, you, Devin Kane, Ryan Madlock, our producers, that can the face of the NBA be an international player along the lines, no matter what kind of unicorn Victor Wimbiyama is for the San Antonio Spurs? I believe it can. And I, and I actually have Victor Wimbiyama as the number one guy to take over and be the face of the NBA. Number one, Freddie, you got to look at this guy coming into the NBA draft. A lot of people was comparing him to LeBron James, saying that this is the next best, best thing mm-hmm. to LeBron James. Well, that, that holds weight in itself. But you look at the skill set at seven four, seven five, 7'5", um, and it's a lot of different things he's, that he's able to do on the basketball court. He's averaging 20.6 points per game, 10.2 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. But here's the catcher. They're 48 minutes in an NBA game, right? Mm-hmm. Victor is only averaging 28 minutes. So he's doing all this, wow. only averaging 28 minutes per night. Mm-hmm. So Greg Popovich is also doing a great job of getting his young phenom acclimated mm-hmm. to the NBA game and not overbearing him okay. and wearing his body down. So I love that about Pop. All right. uh, but also you look at how he doesn't back down to challenges. That's true. When the game is big, Wimby really shows up. And he looks forward to it. And he doesn't back down to competition. He's a young man that's very, very coachable. But whenever you can have... Uh, a, a big man that's seven four seven five with the skill set and the skills of a guard yeah. and can shoot the basketball like that little fadeaway he shot a three point line the other day I was like my goodness <laughs> and, and and he does it with ease mm-hmm. I like all of these things about Wimby he's only twenty years old and I think by the time Steph Curry and LeBron James is no longer in the NBA okay that young man is gonna be a monster. You know how, you know, Space Jam, the, mo- the, the, the monsters? monsters? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, that's what Wimby going to be. <laughs> monster. I wonder if he can be a monster in San Antonio. That's what I wonder. Nothing against that city. Great city, great people. Riverwalk, one of my favorite places Show I've had a chance to visit in the great United States of America. But can he be the face of the NBA in that city? Because they don't exactly like when guys rise above. Maybe that's changing. I hope that's changed Victor Wimbiyama. Because when it comes right down to it, you can't be the face of the NBA if your team's not winning. So they got to build championship-type players around him again the way they had with Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. Those guys were running the NBA and winning five championships in a 15-year period. I just wonder if he can be the face of the NBA and not be in a Boston or New York or a Los Angeles, hell, even a Chicago or a Miami. I wonder if that can possibly happen with him being in that city that will embrace their heroes when it comes to San Antonio Spurs. And he's got the face and the name and the personality to do it. I just want to, can it be accomplished in a city like that in San Antonio? You know what also helps him, though? What's that? When you have a guy in LeBron James who some people view as the GOAT, Devin Kane, uh, me and you, Freddie, we have Michael Jordan one, so we view him as second on that list. When you have guys like that, LeBron James saying that there is no ceiling, that helps him out. He also has an endorsement deal with Louis Vuitton. How many guys, yeah. you sports figures, you, 
you can just say Louis Vuitton. Hey, we want you to endorse our product. That's true. I think LeBron James is, is the only other one. Mm-hmm, yeah, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly cheap. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When when Dion say, and I'm bringing my Louis luggage, we're Uh, talking about that Louis Vuitton. That's exactly what we're talking about. Victor Wimbayama is a face of it. He he's endorsing that company, so that's huge in itself. Not only is he going to be an attraction mm-hmm. in the United States, he's an right. attraction when it comes to internationally. True. Yep. So he, that's he why that. that's why I view him. And then secondly, who I have second on that list, yeah, I have Anthony Edwards at number two. He's okay. 22 years old, former number one overall pick in 2020. But he's in year four. Every year he's gotten better. He has the charisma, right? He's a dog. Mm-hmm. He's the, what he's doing right now with Minnesota with the best record in the Western Conference, I could see it could also be him. And then third on that list, I have Jason Tatum, who's in his seventh year. Right. And Jason Tatum has been pushing that envelope, right? He, he's gotten to an Eastern Conference Finals. He's, he's gotten got to an NBA Finals, yeah. right? He, I was just watching one of his commercials the other day. I think for him – Go ahead and get over the hump so you can go ahead and potentially be penciled into one of those spots right. when those guys leave. But I think uh, when it's all said and done, it's, mm. it's going to be Victor Wimbayama. Okay. Do you agree with Harry Douglas about Victor Wimbayama when LeBron James and Steph Curry have their turn as being the faces of the NBA, that he could be the face of the NBA despite, despite not playing in a major market? And not being a U.S. born player. Triple H say ESPN, 888 Can the face of the NBA be an international player along the lines of Victor Wimbiyama of the San Antonio Spurs, 888 I have something to add to that right now. And I mentioned about Victor Wimbiyama. Can he do that in San Antonio? If the NBA had their way, the face of their league, of course, would be an American player. It would be like a guy like a Jason Tatum, for example. Mm-hmm. Storied franchise, plays that franchise. Or if they couldn't have that, have a Victor Wimbiyama playing in a big market, Ooh. a market that people know about. Like I mentioned, like a New Yorker or a Los Angeles. If the NBA had their way, because they love the Nikola Jokic's of the world, so do I. The Luka Doncic's of the world, so do I. The Joel Embiid's of the world, not an American citizen, so do I. But that American star, once that leaves LeBron and Steph, and the league continues to be more global, more international, you wonder how much of that is pushing American stars down, not to the point that people are not going to watch. You're going to watch stars. You don't care where they're from, what language they can't speak or don't speak. But in my opinion, if the NBA had their way, 
they would love for an American player like a Jason Tatum playing for the Boston Celtics to be one of the faces or the face of their league. This way they had that American star alongside an international star no matter what Victor, Binyama, what Victor Wimbiyama continues to do for the San Antonio Spurs. Well, here's what's also so crazy, because when you look at the last five MVP award winners in the NBA, it's been Joel Embiid. It's been Nikola Jokic in back-to-back years. It's been Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. in back-to-back years. So, you know, Adam Silva and the NBA, they, they aren't stupid either. No, they're not. They understand where things are trending and how the international player has made the NBA more appealing. Right. Because of the skill set, right, in which, you know, in America, you know, kids growing up, they worry about dunking a basketball. Mm-hmm. International yeah. players, uh-uh. We, we, finna, we, finna, we finna get on these skills. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, now it, shootings it, become problem because of a guy like Steph Curry. Yep. We've seen that, as a matter of fact, when that goes on. And you look at somebody like Caitlin Clark, for example, where she's becoming a face of basketball. She may be more recognizable than a, a person not named LeBron James or Steph Curry in the NBA. And that's not shading anybody else. For example, not shading a guy like Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota T-Wolves when he talked to ESPN about comparisons, comparisons excuse, between him and also Luka Doncic and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And a question started that whole thing. LeBron James was on the record saying that when you look to the future, the guys that are ready to take the mantle, the kind of young bloods that we're going to look at, he brought up your name, he brought up Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I think that's dope because um, I think you're exactly right. Me and Shea and Luca for sure. How do you feel you guys, how do you feel you specifically measure up against those two? Uh, I feel like I'm a better player, 100%. Anthony Edwards has that kind of personality. You heard his response to the questions from Stephen A. Smith, the first take. Last week in the Minnesota Timberwolves played the Milwaukee Bucks. He's like, I know what I can do. You don't have to know about me, but you're going to know about me. Even if I'm playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves, the land of football, Vikings, and hockey, you're going to know about me. He's like, look, I know a better player than them, and I'm going to show you. A guy with that kind of personality and also with that game that's really, really eye-friendly because of Anthony Edwards, he, they start winning, or if they become winners, or at least they'll be playing against teams that you know about and you get a chance to see him on the other side. And if he balls out against a Lakers or a Golden State or a Phoenix or a Boston in New York, then he'll be able to make even more of a case that you got to put him in that conversation because Anthony Edwards of Minnesota being one of the faces of the NBA. Now, I also want everybody to know, like, within us doing this and f- figuring out who we think is going to be the face of the NBA when LeBron James and also Steph Curry leave, we're keeping it to age 26 and under. Absolutely. And we just gave our top three. Yep. Right? There, there, there are more guys on this list when you get the top five, talks, top six. But yep. I'll also say this. When you look at a guy like Luka, with all three of those guys that we mentioned, Wimby, Anthony yep. Edwards, Jason Tatum, uh, and, and, and even if you throw Shea Gilgis-Alexander in there, sure. what those guys have over Luka is they, they play both ends of the floor. Yeah. Well, no one's going to look at a guy for defense. They want to see you put that ball in the bucket. Now, well, true story, yeah. but, but when you can be dominant putting the ball in the basket, mm-hmm. but you can also be dominant in stopping a guy from putting the ball in the basket that's supposed right. to be sure. on the same level as I you. I hear you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Because that, that, that was Giannis, right? Yeah, it still is Giannis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still is Giannis as far as that goes. So at a certain point, LeBron James and Steph Curry are going to retire. We don't know when that's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Who will be the face of the NBA after those two guys move it along? For Harry, his choices one through three are Victor Wimbenyama, San Antonio, Anthony Edwards, Minnesota, 
Jason Tatum of Boston. For me, I have the same three guys, but in a different order. After Victor Wimbiyama, I got him number one. Jason Tatum number two. Anthony Edwards number three. What say you? Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Let's make the future right now. Who will be the face of the NBA once those old dudes like LeBron James and Steph Curry move on and they go to the old basketball folks' home? 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. It is the Wednesday Groove with known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So who should be the faces of the NBA? Who will be the faces of the NBA when those two old heads named LeBron James of the Lakers and Steph Curry the Golden State Warriors move on down the line? We got our thoughts. We got the same three players. Harry has Victor Wimbiyama, number one, of San Antonio. Anthony Edwards of Minnesota, number two. Jason Tatum of Boston Celtics, number three, as future faces of the NBA. I have the same three players in a different order. We both agree on Victor Wimbiyama, number one. I got Jason Tatum, number two. And I got Anthony Edwards, number three. Anthony Edwards believes he should be the face of the NBA right now because... LeBron James was on the record saying that when you look to the future, the guys that are ready to take the mantle, the kind of young bloods that we're going to look at, he brought up your name. He brought up Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think that's dope because um, I think he's exactly right. Me and Shea and Luca for sure. How do you feel, you guys? How do you feel you specifically measure up against those two? Uh, I feel like I'm a better player, 100%. Well, all righty then. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who will be the face of the NBA when LeBron James and Steph Curry move on? One of our favorites is Roy, the truck driver, keeping this country going as best as he can. Roy, what you got to say about who will be the face of the NBA after LeBron James and Steph Curry retires and why? Hey, fellas, how y'all doing? Well, man, on, look, man. I'm stuck in Dallas, Dallas traffic. It's crazy over here, Freddie. <laughs> look, uh, Wimbayana, <laughs> he's 20 years old, man. That's scary. He got the best coach on the planet that will teach him the basics. 
and he's he's knowing how to save Wimbanyana's energy. Man, this guy, he keep on going the way Pop is training him. He ain't even going to want to leave San Antonio. He's going to be there for life. He's going to be just as good as David Robinson. Just keep watching. I know I told you all before, watch how good he's going to be. But, man, wait till Pop gets in his blood. And he pays attention. That team's going to go somewhere. Just give him some time. Pop is very doggone patient. Just keep on watching. One more thing, Freddie Harris. Yeah. Man, look. Dallas. Oh, you need boy. to get a hold of that 1995-96 football team. Mm-hmm. Some of them old heads that are still around, mm-hmm. uh, like Dion and Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and a few more, and get them in that locker room, shut that door, and ask them, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all <laughs> embarrassing us. Y'all should be better than this. Y'all better do something, or they're going to do something with y'all, because them guys that are there right now, they do not want to play. They too busy worried about looking good on TV. And man, I'm I ain't even put my shirt on about three weeks. I ain't worried no more. Boys, boys, don't the Cowboys. My, my thing is, if you do have those guys going to the locker room, are those players gonna get sensitive about what said to them? Well, now that's a really good point. That's because a, that's just the generation that we're in now. That is true. It, it, for some odd and apparent reason, you you can't constructively criticize people without them being in their feelings. You can constructively criticize them. They just don't receive it properly. There you go. That's what I've said about a lot of people. And it's not just this generation. It's our generation as well. It's not just about constructive criticism, about constructive listening. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. You look at going back to the NBA with Victor Wimbiyama. That's the one thing they don't have to worry about in San Antonio with him. And I love it about him. He, he is a constructive listener. And anything that they brought to the table, he's taking it to heart, and he keeps getting better and better second by second by second. I still wonder if the NBA wants to face it in the league to be an international player, especially in that city. Great city, San Antonio. But ain't New York, ain't Boston, ain't Los Angeles, ain't Chicago. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Sean in the great city, Washington, D.C. Sean, who will be the face of the NBA once LeBron James and Steph Curry decide to move on? What's going on, fellas? Going on? Uh, I got two bones. I got one bone to pick with you, Freddie. Uh-oh. But I think it's uh, I think it's going to be. I wanted to be Anthony Edwards, but mind you, the league probably do want it to be Wimbiano. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we know how we are. You got to be able to well as to perform on the court. You got to be able to sell shoes off the court, sure. promote things on the court. You know, so it's all about your presentation on and off the court. Got it. And you know how it is with the with the shoe market. Yeah, exactly. So I think it should be Anthony Edwards, and I think that you know he should. If he continue to play and stay, stay in the right lane, he'll be all right. Okay, now, the bone I got to pick with you, Freddie. What is that? Is earlier, I know Caleb, Caleb Williams. He got a good support system around mm. him. And my sons play for the same boys club, which was the Boy Bulldogs. Okay. And you said, you said DMV, uh, DMV in Baltimore. Please don't put us with Baltimore. It's a total separate entity. We don't know them. We don't like them. Don't put us with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even a Commodores fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Right. Don't put us with Baltimore. Do not relate us to Baltimore. It's a. Hey, Freddie. It's disrespectful. Uh, you I'm know, gonna tell you off the break. You, you know what? I, I I apologize by putting the DMV and Baltimore. I, I, I did it too. Yeah, I, but I said the DMV and Baltimore, not trying to combine them. Just yeah, like yeah, area. we were like yeah, we were just right. saying. But you know what? I'm deferring to Sean and Chocolate City on that one. He's, I know. If he don't want to be associated with Baltimore, and but they may not, feel the same way. The first, Freddie. Oh, I know. Because there have been people that hit that, that has hit me up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, listen, mm-hmm. we're separate. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. Message received. Who, who am I to say you're not? <laughs> 
They moved okay. down there because, believe me, I love Washington, D.C. I love that whole city, love the whole area. Baltimore is not bad. I mean, their place in Baltimore, they're really, really cool, but there's something special to me about D.C. and that area and everything like that. So, Sean and D.C., we get it. Our apologies. We will never make that kind of mistake geographically and location-wise ever again <laughs> between the DMV and Baltimore, and we're not going to put those two together. One of our favorites is one of our new favorites is Marvell in St. Louis. Marvell, who will be the face of the NBA once LeBron James and Steph Curry move on from the association, and why? Hey, what's happening, fellas? What's going so, on? So, I definitely agree with Anthony Edwards and JT, but I think I think we got to look at Luca. Luca, you know, he's been to All Star games. He has a contract with Jordan, and I kind of disagree with Wimby because. Of that Spurs culture, you, you know, they superstars. They don't really like the spotlight much. So so that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum, Anthony Edwards, and Luka. So I, I would say this about Wimby and the spotlight. Mm-hmm. We also have to remember it is 2024. Mm-hmm. And what you can't do when you're the number one overall pick and you're compared to LeBron James is run away from that spotlight. You just think yeah. about every game that he plays. I remember I was in New York when he had his first game in New York. Mm-hmm. And just walking around, just hearing the people talk about the game and who they're going to see. Yeah. And the Knicks are doing good. They weren't talking about no damn Knicks. Yeah, they're talking about they were talking light. about going to see Mr. Victor. Yeah, when you have Bright Lights Big City around somebody that can embrace that spotlight, no matter where he plays, you're exactly right on that one. So, so it, I understand what he's saying, but I also know that it is 2024, mm-hmm. and the spotlight is something – Victor Wimbyama, he he can't get away from. Yeah, because Luca loves the spotlight, and Luca thrives in the spotlight, and so I don't mind that. What Marvell had a chance to say about him, with both of those guys in the yep. same state, and th- we know that organization, Dallas. The more you want to get your brand on, Mark Cuban is not going to stand in the way of that because he loves being front and center. He enjoys everything about that. And if a player is going to do that, and Luca has been able to do that, and the way he's played this year, not saying he's been more fan friendly. He's fan friendly as it is. But he's done less complaining to the referees. He's not looked upon as being so much petulant, childish, immature. That's what happens when you become a dad. He just became a dad not too long ago. All of a sudden, your perspective will change the minute that kids enter the picture, and especially your first one entering the picture, the way it's happened for Luka Doncic and his lady. And let me say this about Wimby also, y'all. We have to remember, Wimby's a rookie, right? So do we truly know what Wimby's personality is? Because we truly didn't know what Joel Embiid's personality was early on. True. That's fair. Right? So That's fair. when you're going through your rookie season and you're getting acclimated, you're coming from another country. Mm-hmm. That's fair. We could see his personality be very spontaneous and very out. He could be very outgoing. Yeah. But That's fair. When you're dealing with a, a move to another country, a different time change, trying to get acclimated to your rookie season. Mm-hmm. Like, that might not be at the forefront right now for him. That, that's completely fair because you look at Joel Embiid. He's one of my favorite people to see on social media. He enjoys being a big man and having that personality in the NBA. That's why it really stinks that he's not on the basketball court. I agree. And when he gets back, he's going to be more concerned about making sure he's up to speed when it comes to Philadelphia 76ers. But because nobody likes being them and enjoying that spotlight the way Joel Embiid has been able to do that, becoming a potential face in the NBA, if he could stay healthy, number one, and number two, the 76ers could actually find a way to get to the NBA Finals and win in the NBA Finals, a place they have not been since Allen Iverson was doing his thing in the city of brotherly love. 
for the 76ers. TJ Banks on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at HDUGS83. He says, I really think Luka Doncic and Anthony Edwards will be the next faces of the NBA because they have the charisma, personality, and game to get people to watch them. Factual, factual, actual what TJ Banks had to see. 888-729-3776. Hit us up here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. LeBron James, Steph Curry, they can't play forever. They keep trying, but they won't be able to. Once they move on, who will be the faces or faces of the NBA, in your opinion, once those two old heads move on? Let's go to my dad's home state of Alabama. That's also the home of Eugene. Eugene, who you got and why about the new and potential face of the NBA? First of all, let me say, what's up, fellas? First time caller. What's up, what's up Eugene? Um, I just think people getting about John Morant. You know, I just want to know what y'all think about John Morant and Rose Tide. You know, roll tide number one, well done by you. It, he makes a great point about John Moran, who's out for the season with an injury. And he was really doing everything right, rehabilitating his public image after everything had gone on in 2022 into 2023. Because before all that happened, he was box office mm-hmm. anytime he was on the screen. You didn't know what was going to happen, Harry, but you knew it was going to be something you're going to say to yourself, man, I can't believe I just saw that from that young man. I hope he gets back to that place and embraces it and not tries to think that he's too big for it or think that he's bigger than the game or bigger than his name. The way he was able to go along getting to that point was exactly the right kind of framework for anybody to do that as a young man. Because where he's from, you could literally take his town and put it in this building where I'm at right now in the studio in ESPN Radio. To go from that to where he was in a short amount of time, that could take apart a lot of people mentally and spiritually when it comes to John Morant. You want to know what's funny? What's that? If John Morant didn't have the stuff going on the last two years plus the injury, I would have him at number one. Okay. Honestly, I would. Okay. I can but I, I do want to see him, you know, get back and doing his thing. He's I have him in my I have him on my list. Now he's sure. not in my top three, mm-hmm. but I definitely do have John Morant on my list, and he's one of the guys I actually can't wait to get back. Uh, to Amen. see him playing in the NBA Amen. because he's electrifying. No doubt about that. And you talk about, you know, being able to sell shoes. Hey, John Morant's able to sell shoes. <sighs> you ain't lying. No, no doubt about you know that. I mean? He's been able to do that. Even with all that had gone on, he still yeah. was having those shoes being sold. Yeah, you're spot on with that one. Spot yeah. on. Little man dunking on a big man. I never forget the first time I saw him in person when he played in the NCAA tournament and the regionals were here in Hartford, Connecticut, which is about 25 minutes from the studios here in Bristol, Connecticut on ESPN. And we usually would play pickup, that lunchtime pickup here. And guys were leaving halfway through. Like, where are you guys going? I said, yo, John Morant's at the XL Center. We'll see y'all tomorrow. We all, like, showered, got in our cars. It looked like a, a procession leaving ESPN <laughs> to go to Hartford. And just to see that up close and personal like that, it's one thing to see it on TV. But to see him turn an entire building against everybody, we was like, man, we can't wait until this dude gets the NBA. And he was even better until he got in his own way when it came to his game, when it came to his name, when it came to his fame. Speaking of Connecticut, that's also the home of Jerry. Jerry, who should be the face or faces of the NBA once LeBron James and Steph Curry move on? Hello? Go ahead, Jerry. We got you. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, what about LaMelo Ball? We've all, everybody's kind of forgotten about him. Uh, he has a lot of charisma, got a great game. He's in a kind of a tough market right now down in Charlotte, but I think he has the potential to to uh, be one of the faces in the NBA. What do you think? Go ahead, Fred. I'm going to drink my water. Okay. If he's in a different city, yes. I could see that. Not in Charlotte. I'm going to drink my water, Freddie. What's wrong with LaMelo Ball? 
Not a fan? Look at his stats, man. He's a, he's a great player. He, he, he's a great player. He's listen terrific. to me, guys. He's listen terrific. to me, guys. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his stats. It has nothing to do with. So, so what, but so, look, 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 so, check so why, this out. So why the shade face? Look, look, look at the names that we have that we are mentioning right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't I don't put Lamelo Ball in that category with those guys. Well, I don't. Got, he's got the game. He just needs to get out of Charlotte, in my opinion. He needs to get to Los Angeles or, the New, or New York or somewhere. I'm not excited to go to a game to go see LaMelo Ball. Harry, I understand. More so than yeah. I am Anthony yeah. Edwards, yeah. uh, Wimayama, yeah. Jason Tatum, these other guys. Yeah. That's, just, that's just me personally. Well, I'm not excited to see LaMelo Ball play in Charlotte. Now, if he goes somewhere else, I'll be excited. But when he's on TV, when he's not injured, he, he can, like Devin Kane, our producer, the, the and, boy's no joke, by And the here's way. the more important part. Is that, I didn't say he couldn't play. No, I no. Just, I, I'm not buying a ticket to go see him. I think we all agree that of the guys we've mentioned, he's not on their level. He's, no. He's a step. Yeah, but the thing that, that he right. has, and what we've talked about, the face of the NBA needs to be, if you ask young kids mm-hmm. who they know, they know who they're going to say who they know. Who they there know was a video, a famous video that came out, where they asked, they asked kids playing basketball, who's mellow? And and obviously the trick was, are you going to say Carmelo Anthony? You're going to say Mello, and all of them said Lamelo Ball. Well, that's funny because yeah. my nephew, yeah. my nephew, sixteen, he lived with me. I ain't yeah. never heard him mention no damn Lamelo Ball. Not too many dudes I heard mention Carmelo Anthony when they were playing ball either. And, and I'm a <laughs> Knicks fan. Not too many dudes were saying that on the basketball court. They were saying KD. They were saying Chris Paul. They were saying those guys. Not too many, even in New York, not too many dudes were saying hey, Carmelo did you, Anthony. Did, did you see the video recently when his mother Lala was asking him about who was his? You know who was his goat? No, and he and he mentioned Paul George, and she was like, "What? You not gonna say your father?" Hey, I was like, "Oof." Well, you know, hey, hey, that divorce would choose sides. <laughs> but she, but she was getting on her son for not saying her father. That's fine and dandy. So I was like, "Look, <laughs> what you say, yeah. Mama's boy?" Yeah, right, Mom, I chose you. <laughs> I chose you. Chose my daddy, but I chose you as far as that goes. He was like, "Look, I ain't doing that." I know who my dad is. Send him to me. <laughs> we got workouts at 9 a.m. Send him to me. <laughs> Keep weighing in at Triple H at ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who will be the face of the NBA once LeBron James and Steph Curry move on? We have the same three people. Victor Wimbiyama, Anthony Edwards, Jason Tato, San Antonio, Minnesota, Boston, respectively. Harry has that order. Victor, Edwards, Tatum. I have Wimby. JT and Edwards, what say you? 888-729-3776. We'll keep taking your calls. And by the way, any game involving any of those three players, that would garner a hot ticket. And hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats. They're the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets so you can experience it live. The Chiefs lost another wide receiver today. Uh, So what? We'll get to that next in ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. It is a Wednesday groupathon known as Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel, and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So the Kansas City Chiefs can't stop, won't stop. They're trying to make it one, two, three championships in a row. They informed the Jarius Need, their top one of the top players on defense in the secondary, that they're going to use the franchise tag on him, and they're open to have a trade happen if they can't reach a long deal. That's what ESPN NFL inside Jeremy Fowler said yesterday. Now, he is agreeable to that scenario. That will give him a chance to talk with other teams, but KC and his destination together, that still remains in play. Meanwhile, you got that Chris Jones guy out there. And Brett Veach, the Chiefs general manager, talked about after they moved on from Marquez Valdez Scantling today to wide receiver, saving $12 million against the cap. What about using that franchise tag on one or the other involving Chris Jones or the Jerry Sneed? You'd like to be able to tag all the guys and pay all the guys. And it's tough because the more you win, I mean, the more you got to pay players. And obviously, when you have this amount of success, you're, you're paying a lot of players a lot of money. And then it's equally as tough because you're drafting late. So there's challenges. We'll go through them and we'll always put our best foot forward. Certainly want to do what we can to try to keep both those players. And that's going to be our goal and intent. Uh, hopefully we're able to figure something out, but every free agency is different, unique, and crazy. And so we do have one tag, and I anticipate probably using it to help us, but I think our goal is to try to get both those players done and then work down the rest of our roster. Yeah, I think the most important piece and the most valuable piece is Chris Jones, right? You talk about a big guy up front being able to destroy whatever offensive team that you're playing, the versatility that he poses also on the defensive line and a lot of different things that he's actually able to do. Um, when you look at the secondary pieces, do you do they want to keep Lazarius Sneed? Hell yes, you want to. Mm-hmm. You talk about a corner that's physical at the line of scrimmage. We've seen him jack Tyreek Hill up. Get your hand out your hand, Wombles, my man. Be ready for the <laughs> contact. But also a, a guy that can play man coverage, right? And that's, that's one of the luxuries that the Kansas City Chiefs actually had defensively is that they had guys in their secondary that can play man coverage. So it now allows defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo to be able to do a lot of different things defensively mm-hmm. on top of having smart guys on your defense as well so uh, the ideal situation is to keep both of these guys but I think if you had to pick one of the two you have to re-sign Chris Jones some kind of way yeah because and the Chiefs know that the Chiefs don't lately they don't miss on players Mm -mm. either players they keep or players they let go because how many people said when they decide not to pay Tyreek Hill they essentially chose Travis Kelsey over Tyreek Hill and people said man what are you doing to your quarterback and they were like he'll figure it out and he has because they kept putting people around him. They drafted a guy like I said, Pacheco to run the football a little bit more. They were able to get a Rasheed Rice, and he was able to step up big time the later, latter part of the season into the playoffs. That's why I did like, oh, okay, 
Because the Chiefs always seem to figure it out when it comes to players they keep or players they decide to move on from. Not a lot of misses for Kansas City regarding that scenario. And let me say this. They saved over $12 million by releasing yep. Marquez Valdez-Scantley. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say I take five or six of that and I approach Odell Beckham Jr. Hey, you want to come play with us? I would take Odell Beckham for five or six million dollars versus MVS for twelve. And if you don't decide to do that, guess who you can put extra money towards to keep him? Oh, that Chris Jones, Bing. <laughs> a guy that's helped you win three championships in the last, you know, five. That guy, yeah, he's pretty important to Kansas City. Staying in the NFL, and Freddie and Harry, what did Caleb Williams mean by, regardless of how I feel? When it comes to being drafted number one by the Chicago Bears in April, we'll get to that scenario next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.